Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, imploring him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgive me of my sins. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your punishment, now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 
The Introit. The Lord opposes with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Therefore we will not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. God is our refuge and strength, our very present help in trouble. God of Jacob is our refuge. Therefore we will not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Almighty God, merciful Father, who made us the light to shine out of darkness, we thank Thee that Thou hast shown mercy unto us and our fathers, and by means of Thy servant Martin Luther hast restored the pure light of Thy gospel. Keep us, we beseech Thee, in sound doctrine, that we may steadfastly believe and worthily follow Thy saving word. And finally, by its holy comfort, depart in peace and joy through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Reformation Day is from the 29th chapter of Second Chronicles. Then these Levites arose, Mahath the son of Amasai, and Joel the son of Azariah, of the sons of the Kohathites, of the sons of Merari, Kish the son of Abdi, and Azariah the son of Jehalalel, of the Gershonites, Joah the son of Zimah, and Aden the son of Joah, 
of the sons of Elizaphan, Shimri and Jael, of the sons of Asaph, Zechariah and Mataniah, of the sons of Haman, Jael and Shimei, and of the sons of Jaduthun, Shemaiah and Uziel. And they gathered their brethren, sanctified themselves, and went according to the commandment of the king at the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. Then the priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it and brought out all the debris that they found in the temple of the Lord to the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it out and carried it to the brook Kidron. Now they began to sanctify on the first day of the first month. And on the eighth day of the month, they came to the vestibule of the Lord. Then they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days. And on the sixteenth day of the first month, they finished. Then they went into King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed all the house of the Lord. The altar of burnt offerings with all its articles and the table of the showbread with all its articles. Moreover, all the articles which King Ahaz in his reign had cast aside in his transgression, we have prepared and sanctified. And there they are before the altar of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistles from the 14th chapter of Revelation. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. The gradual we stand. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. Walk about Zion, tell the towers thereof, mark well her bulwarks, consider her palaces, that ye may tell it to the generation following. Hallelujah, hallelujah, for this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. Hallelujah. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John... And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. Hymn 355 in the blue hymn. Salvation unto us has come by God's free grace and favor. Good works cannot offer our doom. They help and save us never. Faith looks to Jesus Christ alone. Who did for all the world atone? He is our one redeemer. What God did in His loving hands, and none to Him could render, caused wrath and woe on every hand. For men the vile offender, our flesh has not those pure desires, the spirit of the law requires, and lost is our condition. It was a false misleading dream. That God his law had given, the sinners could themselves redeem, and by the worst came The law is but a mirror bright to bring the impress into light that lurks within our nature. Since Christ has full atonement made and brought to us salvation, each Christian therefore may be glad and build on this foundation. Your grace alone, dear Lord, I plead. Your death is now my life indeed. For you have paid my ransom. Faith clings to Jesus Christ alone, and rests in him unceasing. And by his words true faith is known, with love and hope increasing. For faith alone can justify, where serve our neighbor and supply the proof that faith is living. All blessing, honor, thanks, and praise to Father, Son, and Spirit, the God who saved us by His grace. All glory to His merit. O triune God in heaven above, You have revealed Your saving love, Your blessed name we hallow. The sermon text is from Second Chronicles 29, verse 18. Then they went into King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed all the house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offerings, all its articles, and the table of the showbread with all its articles. This is our text. 
Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus assures us in Matthew 16, verse 18, that the one holy Christian church which he set up will remain on earth until he returns on the last day. Jesus said, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The Mormon sect teaches that the church has repeatedly fallen into error, in fact, has even ceased to exist from time to time. They say that God starts over with a new prophet and new writings, and, and then after a while the church gets worse and worse until it falls into great air, and then it goes away, and then God starts again. Now, the practical problem with this falsehood is that the scriptures and the teachings of the church at any time could and well, most likely are in some state of error and corruption, so that there never is any comfort or standard, and the truth is never certain. Besides, the teaching does not agree with the Holy Scriptures. The Reformed churches, they were convinced that the Reformation in the 16th century just didn't go far enough. Now, though they confessed that salvation was by grace through faith and not by works, they went on to deny other scriptural teachings. Part of their reformation, their restructuring, was to deny the efficacy of the sacraments of baptism and Lord's Supper to give forgiveness of sins. But the church, which they established, the, the teachings of the church, is theologically different from the teaching of the first 15 centuries of the church. So that what they have done is, well, really a new teaching. The Roman church, they've kind of backed themselves into a corner. Although they rightly teach that the church has existed since Jesus Christ, they have now equated that one true church with the Roman Catholic Church. And the Roman Church has proclaimed that the Pope, when speaking from his office, is without error and must be believed. However, we know that the Pope's teaching is not the same as the teaching of the Holy Scriptures, and some have come to realize this, and now they must question this this change in teaching, or otherwise you have to question whether your Pope is legitimate or not. and all. Uh, uh, uh. The, the problem is they cannot claim continuity with the church throughout history. Only the Lutheran church has been able rightly to remain and teach these two things. First, the church was established by Jesus Christ. And it still remains today, and it will remain until Christ returns. We don't profess that the church has ever ceased to exist, no. We confess that the true teaching of salvation by grace through faith is the teaching of the Holy Scriptures. We confess, as do the church fathers as well throughout history, that baptism and Lord's Supper impart salvation through faith, and God has promised uh, salvation connected with them. Second, we have also been able to profess that the outward church, from time to time, does need to be reformed. We do not profess that the scriptures are in error, no. But we do profess that there have been times in which those who run the church have not followed those inerrant scriptures in their profession and then in the practices which they set up. We do profess that there are times in which denominations have gone astray, and our denomination, we don't confess that it is the church, outside of which you can't be saved, kind of thing. 
Not only can individuals fall into sin, but even groups of sinners can be misled. And yes, Lutherans can and have failed to hold on to the truth. But thankfully, the Lord will always maintain some believers who hold to the truth of his holy word. Individuals, yes, need to be corrected. Pastors need to be corrected. Even denominations, the profession of congregations, need to be corrected. This can and should happen because Holy Scripture is our inerrant standard of truth. And so we see this in the Scriptures as well. With the prophet Hezekiah, in today's Old Testament reading, we have a restoration and a cleansing of the temple. You may also know about another reformation under King Josiah who finds the book of the law and then leads the Israelites to return to follow it. Even when our Lord Jesus walked this earth, there were true believers, those who held to the truth, and then there were church leaders who rejected Jesus and his teaching. Yep. However, in agreement... With our Lord's promise, he will always keep a group of believers to church in the truth of his word. It may not be an outward denomination. It may only be individual congregations or small groups. But the church will remain. At the time of the Reformation, the teachings of the church had fallen into error. Many of those in positions of authority were denying justification by grace through faith, and they were teaching that man was saved, at least in part, by his works. Works righteousness. Our Lord enlightened Dr. Martin Luther by means of the Holy Scriptures, and Dr. Luther came to understand the righteousness which saved us was not our own works righteousness, it was Christ's righteousness received by faith. He learned that the Mass was not a sacrifice performed to secure merit from God, but a sacramental promise by which faith receives God's gracious benefits and especially the righteousness of Christ and his body and blood for forgiveness. Like Hezekiah, who cleansed the house of the Lord from the actions of Ahaz, who came before him, Dr. Martin Luther brought out all the debris that had been brought into the church. The debris was the false teachings and practices which were leading men astray. Luther did not want to do anything new. He simply wanted to return to those pure teachings and practices of the holy Christian church. The innovations of indulgences, which righteousness, the saints' treasury of merit, Yeah, debris, it needed to be removed from God's house. And the result of this house cleaning and sanctification was the holy comfort of the gospel, that the people might know the comfort of the good news. The true teaching of God's word brought to God's people gave them peace and joy. We are here this day to celebrate this reformation of the church, we are here to celebrate that there had been a cleansing of God's temple. Now, whenever false teachings are brought into Christ's church, it requires the true teachings to be cast aside. You see, Second Chronicles speaks this way. Moreover, all the articles which King Ahaz in his reign had cast aside in his transgression We have prepared and sanctified, and there they are before the altar of the Lord. So the church is not only, the Lutheran church has not only removed the innovations of the false teachings, but we've brought back, brought back the true, it's not new, we brought back the true teachings which were cast aside. So instead of prayers to the saints, there needs to be prayers to our gracious Savior Instead of works of penitence to pay off our sins, there needs to be the announcement of the absolution and free forgiveness in Christ. And instead of the offering to God of a sacrifice of the Mass, there needs to be thanksgiving. Thanksgiving by receiving Christ's body and blood for the forgiveness of sins. 
even in our church, even our presence in the church this day, is to come and to hear the word, to celebrate the sacrament. It is our testimony of thankfulness to God, the one who has shown mercy to us and to our fathers by restoring the pure light of the gospel to us. By God's grace, we have been given a faith which receives comfort and peace and joy. This reformation is so dear to us that we will do everything in our power in order to keep it. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the heart of the sea. You see, by means of this teaching, we have, as it says, God is our refuge and our strength. Now, listen to Hezekiah. Listen to the response of these true believers after this reformation, this cleansing of the temple. I read selected verses Uh, uh, beginning with verse 20. Then King Hezekiah rose up early, gathered the rulers of the city, went up to the house of the Lord, and they brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, seven male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom, for the sanctuary, and for Judah. And then he commanded the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. Verse 25. He stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with stringed instruments, and with harps. 30. Moreover, King Hezekiah and the leaders commanded the Levites to sing praise to the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the seer. And so they sang praise with gladness and they bowed their heads and worshipped. 35. So the service of the house of the Lord was set in order. Then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced that the God had prepared the people and since the events took place so suddenly. In chapter 30, verse 1, And Hezekiah sent out to all Israel and Judah, and he also wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh, that they should come to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem to keep the Passover to the Lord God of Israel. Let us follow their lead. Let us get up early to receive the Lord's promises and to hear his holy word. Let us sing praise with gladness and bow our heads in worship. Let us invite our friends and neighbors to the Reformation teachings which are in full accord with the Word of God. Let us give thanks for the restoration of the pure light of the Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. The Offertory, Create in Me, page Merciful God, we bless and praise you for all your benefits, especially for those mercies of the Reformation which we commemorate this day. Praise be to you that you did send forth your only begotten Son into the world to be the propitiation for our sins, and did institute the ministry of the Word to make known your saving health among all nations. Praise be to you especially this day that when the gross darkness of Roman popery covered the earth, you did kindle afresh the light of your holy word, and through your chosen vessel, Martin Luther, did teach our fathers once more the everlasting gospel of salvation. Praise be to you that you have to this day preserved the goodly heritage, saved us from persecution, confusing creeds, and contemporary liturgies, defended churches and schools from the assaults of Satan, 
given strength and success to your word, and at all times provided faithful shepherds to feed your flock in the pleasant pastures of your word. Lord, in your mercy. We acknowledge and confess in sincere repentance that by our own manifold sins, ingratitude, indifference, and unbelief, we have indeed deserved that you would justly hide your face from us and visit us with the famine of your word. But we beseech you, O Lord, deal with us not after our sins, but according to your infinite compassion. As you have promised, let not the gates of hell prevail against your church. Preserve us from human traditions and the doctrines of men, from strong delusions that subvert the foundation of truth and mislead men upon false ways. Lord, in your mercy. Grant unto us grace and good government. Kindle in our President Joe, our Governor J.B., a love of that which is true and noble, that justice may be done, peace promoted, and mercy shown to all in need. Grant to your church throughout the world that, without restraint or hindrance, we may continually enjoy the blessings of thy pure word. Give zeal to all pastors in Christ, especially to those in the Evangelical Lutheran Diocese of North America and our Bishop James, that they would boldly preach the gospel and lead those entrusted to their care to do the same. Lord, in your mercy, preserve unto us and our children the pure and saving gospel, the right use of the holy sacraments till the end of days. Send us to this end at all times blameless teachers, able ministers of the New Testament, faithful stewards of your mysteries, and give them wisdom and boldness to proclaim your salvation to many unto life. Lord, in your mercy, let us not misuse the gospel unto false peace in a dead faith. Being kept by the light of truth, let us walk as the children of light. Let us be a city that is set on a hill to shine afar until the day of Christ's coming. Give us an increase of faith and of numbers. Restore all that are deceived by error and give free course and strength to your word that it may become known among the nations of the earth. Do good in your good pleasure to Zion. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Lord, in your mercy. And gird us with your power that we may fight a good fight and keep the faith until we shall obtain the crown of righteousness laid up for us in heaven. For your Son's sake, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Wash my hands in innocence, O Lord, and go about your altar. It is 
It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, who in the multitude of your saints did surround us with so great a cloud of witnesses, that we rejoicing in their fellowship may run with patience the race that is set before us, and together with them may receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, blessed is he, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, 
Christ, Son of the living God, who according to the will of the Father and by the cooperation of the Holy Spirit has by your death given life to the world, deliver me by this your most holy body and blood from all my iniquities and from every evil, and make me ever to cling to your commandments, and let me never to be separated from you, who with the Father and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God now and forever. Amen. Amen. I will receive the bread of heaven and call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, I'm not worthy you should come under my roof, but only speak the word, and my soul shall be healed. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for me, preserve my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. The blood of our Lord Jesus, which was shed for me, preserve my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. Come. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given into death for all of your sins. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and eat the true body of Christ, given for you. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and eat the true body of Christ, given for you. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Shed for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood. Take and drink the true blood of Christ, shed for you. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, shed for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink the true blood of Christ. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve you in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. past our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess impurity of heart. What has given us in time be our healing for eternity.
Now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people. I like to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of your people is my Glory be to Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. We implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.